Hey everyone, I'm pretty sure I'm live. A little early though. Um, I'm gonna go open the window. It's, it's uh, hot in here. It's getting hot in here. So you to remove my monetization. Yeah, I don't know if this is a stream or the web, the web, the web. Hey, entire export, how's it going? Hey, Kuju. Welcome to the Thanksgiving special. What's up, Rudy? Thank you to the for coming to the Hey Nuclear Glue. Thanks for coming to the Thanksgiving special. That's what I was trying to get to. Third annual Thanksgiving special. What's up, Nick? Happy Thanksgiving to you too, man. I think it'll be a good one. Benaline, historical hiker. Thanks for that shout out on Instagram too. That was really awesome. Let me figure. It's always hard to uh, get started, figure out what's best, take my glasses off. And I have a really bad habit. I watch my people who've watched my live streams before probably see that I do this. I watch myself. I'm constantly watching myself and it makes me, gives me motion sickness. It's really super weird. So let me figure out a, let me figure out a way to block my face so that doesn't uh, happen. But I still want to see your awesome, awesome comments. Here, I mean, I pull up, I pull up, and all of my images are really disturbing, sad stuff. Like, I guess I should. Here's a cute one. Here's a, you guys can't see it, but it's a little Thanksgiving cat. Um, as opposed, as opposed to the news report on all those children dying in the fire. Hey, Cantillians. Hey, Joe Logan. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I just did it. I just uh, trimmed it up in my bathroom. Let's get this Thanksgiving cat here. So, yeah, I'm so glad that you guys are able to join us for this Thanksgiving, third annual Thanksgiving special. I'm I'm impressed, not so much by myself, but by you guys for sticking around. Yeah, Historical Hiker, my um, picture file. You know, it's not too bad. Hey, Helena. Um, my picture file is not too bad. It is the occasional weird thing. Oh, you know, that's perfect, actually. That's a good segue. Because I did want to talk about this. I got a couple things I want to talk about. Um, what episode was that? So this week, I think it was Monday's episode. Happy Thanksgiving, Johnny. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, Rudy Jazz was there. And um, that's an interesting question, SK. We'll take a look at that. Rudy Jazz was there and Nick Buston and his wife. And um, one other person was there on, hey, Vexing, hey, an idea guy, thanks for joining us. Uh, so Monday's episode was cut short. Let me cut to the chase here. Monday's episode, uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys probably picked up on it, was only 18 minutes long or 20 minutes long or something really, really small. And the reason why, was that Monday's episode? Let me double check here. I cut out 18 minutes of that. It wasn't Monday's episode. It was, I think it was the previous week. Um, anyways, the point is, oh, it was episode seven, would... episode 774, episode 774. Um, I'm glad, I'm glad that worked out for you. Awesome. Hey, d thank you so much for the donation, Fenaline. Fenaline, dang it, Ben. Benny, La Lane, La Lenine. Um, 
because of that donation, we'll make sure we get you the shout out, get you in the carpenter copter for an episode. Really appreciate you. Uh, Cantillions, I do have a P.O. box. It is um, in the show notes. It's P.O. Box 1363, um, Hood River, Oregon, 97031. But it's also in the show notes. So I do have a P.O. Box. I edited out an 18-minute segment. So on Mondays, on Sunday mornings, the Patreon, we have the Patreon Discord. We do a live recording of an episode. And I recorded this 18-minute long segment. And it was funny. And it was it was complete. And it was finished. And as I was, it was about, um, it was about a really weird, a really weird fake incest porn video, but it may have been real. And it was it was so gross. Like, I mean, it, I, it went on for way too long. And like Rudy has pointed out, I, I reenacted some of the noises that were being made. And it was funny, but it was too gross. Like by the time you like by the time you got to the eight minute mark, you're like, uh. Because it was this weird, like, creepypasta turned lost the media. Turn, like, newspapers are writing articles about whether or not this video actually existed. It was a big story. So I, I, I just didn't feel like it was right for that episode. This happens from time to time. It doesn't happen as much as it used to, but I will record another. Yes, Joe, he did miss those noises. I will record. Um, I think I'm going to add that into a bonus episode. When I do a bonus episode and I say repeat that one, which will probably happen sooner rather than later, I'll add it in. Just something about it. Like what, before I started, because I had done all the research and it was about this. Um, I'm not going to go into detail, just compounding the problem. But um, I did a bunch of research. And as I started to record it, I was getting my mic ready. I thought yeah, this probably isn't a good way to start a Monday episode. But I did it anyways. I did it anyways, and then I was editing it. The Patreon people who were listening to it, they they liked it. They were all so grossed out. Um, but then I was editing it, and I was like halfway through editing it, that just that segment, just that 18-minute long segment, because 18 minutes takes you like a half hour to edit. And I go, oh, <laughs> I don't want to release this. It's just too gross. It was too gross. So um, I will release because I it's good. But it, sometimes you just got and, – and so it's so funny because – well, Nick, Nick goes uh, – so Castrate Punk, you're right. Castrate Punk was a super disgusting episode. I've talked a lot about, uh, like, the cannibalism, pooping each other out. That was pretty gross. This felt different. Like, at least with Castrate Punk, it was a super bizarre um, subculture that no one really knew about. This felt a little different, I think, because it was leaning so much into, like, the porn angle. Like, Castrate Punk, which I know people wish that episode didn't exist either, but that episode felt less exploitive, I guess. It felt more like, whoa, like, this is actually going... I don't know. I don't know. But I made that call. I will release it. But it's funny because I knew that week I was going to do that episode about Arthur Stilwell and Robert Downey Jr. and listening to your guts and hearing voices and stuff like that. Hey, Sephora, Ari, happy Thanksgiving. And, and thank you for stopping by to TMAD and Why Do Countries Exist? Hey, TMAD, you're back. I haven't seen you in a while. Um, yeah, yeah, I just edited it out. Like, I you, I had to listen to my gut, and I knew I was going to do an episode about Arthur Stilwell later in the week, and I was like, I, um, 
I just need to listen to my gut. For whatever reason, my gut's telling me not to release this creepypasta lost media incest segment, which is weird because so only three people or four people have heard it, and it has become its own lost media. But I will I will include it in a bonus episode pretty, pretty soon. Yeah, Castrate Punk, it's so funny because for me, I didn't think that was so gross. Um I know, I mean, like, visually, but I guess it's because I was looking at the photos, and that was gross. So when I was describing the photos, it didn't seem that bad. But if you hadn't seen the photos, if you did not know that segment of sorry, that segment of society existed, then yeah, it was, like, super shocking. Castrate Punk 27.7. Joe, it's so funny. Um, Joe said that they listened to the... Johnny, thank you so much uh, for the donation. I'm going to get your name down and we'll get you um, in an episode uh, flying around in the Carpenter Copter. Really, really appreciate that donation, guys. Um, I started just at 10 Harbinger. So, yeah, it's only been a couple minutes, really. The um, <laughs> That's so funny. T-Man was captain for one of the gross episodes. There have been times where I really debated, like, do I need a captain? I think there was a recent episode where I was like, no one's the captain. I forgot. I even forgot what episode that was. Sometimes, if I do episodes that are kind of off-brand, Cantillions, Cantillions, thank you so much, man. Really, really appreciate it. Get you back into the Carpenter Copter as well. Um, that that is amazing donation, guys. Really, really appreciate it. No, no, you're not late at all, Harbinger, and thanks for stopping by. Um, one guy posted. I usually. So here's the thing. On YouTube, I'll get, like, hate comments. People are like, oh, dude, you totally suck, blah, 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 blah. Um, that's fine, whatever, right? But um, I just ignore those. And then there are the ones that are <laughs> they're insulting and they make me laugh. And this guy, um, I don't remember his name, but I laughed so hard at it. He said, going to what um, uh, Joe Logan was just saying, that he was listening to the episode about cannibalism and pooping out. And he goes, you legit made me lose my appetite. I couldn't finish my meal, you corporophilic freak. Was And I laughed so hard. Like, that's the worst thing you can do is tell me that I ruined your meal. Tell me that you're like, I can't even watch this show anymore. Blah, 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 blah. Like, that's just going to make me laugh. An idea guy, thank you so much for that donation. An idea guy. This is great, guys. Thank you. Sorry, I'm writing that down, that question, symptoms of mental. You know, it's mental illness is such, it is such an interesting part of the paranormal world. It has to be included in that. It, yeah, it was a pretty good insult, Kentillians. It has to be, like, if you're a rocket scientist and maybe you, you're, like, a little bit crazy because that's all you do is rocket science and stuff like that, it kind of plays a part. But like historic, I guess in, in some people, when you're like at a certain high level of academics, you're probably a little weird because that's all you do is read American history from like 1776. So like 1955, you're like, I don't read anything else. But we see, we all see it, the combination of mental illness and the paranormal community. And that's kind of what of an idea guy is talking about. And it's interesting, like, does one... If you have a mental illness, are you more likely to believe in ghosts and goblins and ghouls? Or does the or do those things exist and be interacting with them make you go crazy? 
I think most people who are into paranormal, I think most people who believe in conspiracy theories are into paranormal, into dark stuff. They're not mentally ill. I think the majority of people who love really, really creepy true crime stuff or believe in chakra, I don't believe they're mentally ill. I think most of them are just real curious people. But we do have that crossover, and it's, it is something that we can't ignore, which is really interesting. Um, and then, like with Fennelene was saying about people with schizophrenic symptoms, we're actually doing an episode about uh, someone sent it to me through uh, the, the Dead Rabbit Radio Reddit. And I um, let me pull it up here real quick. I'm not going to do the whole segment, but I do want to give this person a shout out. It's very very fascinating article and it is oh come on where'd you go buddy i also went through a bunch of max kramer stuff um gnome gnome sane 23 on the dead rabbit radio reddit sent me this article there has never ever ever been anyone who was born blind who has schizophrenia they've studied this for decades they've taken in like half a million people who, if you were born blind, you cannot get schizophrenia. They can't figure it out. They have no, and they've realized that people who do it, because now they can, now that they can find a group of people who don't have it, they can look at that group, and then they can start looking at people with vision problems early in life have a higher chance of being schizophrenic. So if you're having trouble balancing, if you're having trouble with your eyesight, your chances of schizophrenia are higher. They say if you go blind as an adult, your chances of schizophrenia are off the charts. But if you're born blind, you will never get schizophrenia. It's such a weird thing. And when we're talking about the brain, when we're talking about schizophrenia, we don't even understand that disease, let alone how it plays a part in hearing voices, seeing things from beyond the veil, stuff like that. It's just so interesting. And yeah, El Pato, thanks for joining us. And I think that's another thing. People who are into the paranormal, it could be escapism from a boring life. Um, Jonathan Bellrock, I believe um, I asked too many questions and don't have answers. I think it does attract a lot of curious people. I think there's that. We've talked about this before. If you're into the paranormal, it tends to start when you're young. Right. When, when I was a kid, it was the time life books. It was those journeys into mystery, and we learned about Bigfoot, and I didn't like Bigfoot back then. I mean, I got all this Bigfoot merch now. Now I'm a little more intrigued. But like Bermuda Triangle, Roanoke, what happened? And the adults would be like, we don't know. So you would read these books, and, and then you start to get into more arcane things as well. But I think it always starts off with that kind of beyond belief Factor fiction, Leonard Nimoy doing his shows, that type of thing is what gets you in as a kid. Definitely. Yeah, and like Chaz Chasley says, and, and so going off of that, Chasley's talking about the obscure urban legends things. We all know about Bermuda Triangle, uh, Mary Celeste. Those are great ways to like get interested in the subject. But yeah, at a certain point, <laughs> you don't have the answer. We don't know what's causing the Bermuda Triangle thing we have theories but then it's instead of spending so much time on that i do like to cover the more weird things tasmanian happy thanksgiving to you as well i wanted to go back up here real quick because i didn't want to just uh shoot past this and i did want to see that uh finalane said their first episode um their friend listened to was the one where the guy um ejaculated out of his butthole and you know what's funny since i did that episode if you didn't hear that episode you're like what i missed that one 
since I've done that episode, I got two emails from two people who listen to the show and they go, oh, I, I know a guy who did that. It's not rare at all. The fact that I was able to release this episode and within a week I had two different people go, oh, no, no, my buddy. As their eyes go from side to side, they're like, yeah, my buddy. His name's the same as mine, but spelt backwards. And he lives in Canada. They both said, yeah, something happened. Like one of them was like on a motocross bike. And then he was uh, ejaculating out of his butthole. He was, I think that guy was specifically pooping out of his penis. So it's not super rare. If you, say, if you state a fact and two people stand up and go, oh, that happened to me. It's not rare at all. This comment up here, and I've kind of been following it a bit, but I wanted to take a look at this about... Oh, um, from SK, how soon until the theories about the Wakusha, uh, Wakesha parade start? That was where that guy drove that car through that parade. I'm honestly, like, obviously there's some like political um, conspiracy theories that have popped up. Like what was his motive? Was this retaliation, you know, for Kyle Rittenhouse and all that stuff. But I, that is one thing I'm thinking, and I think SK, how come we're not getting... That's a really good point, SK. Where are the weird conspiracy? Travis Scott. Travis Scott, that took an hour before those conspiracy theories were out. An hour. And we're like on day three. I look at my watch like I have one. We're little, it's been almost a couple days. At least a couple days. So that's an interesting one. I'm going to actually go look for that, SK. I'm going to put you down as a note there. But yeah, where is the, oh, this was predictive programming. If you had watched you know, Ronin, and it had this scene with the parade or the... Yeah, you're right. It's super weird that no one's really, really pushing that. Um, Nicole, thank you so much putting you down here, also getting a ride, piloting the Carpenter Copter. Thank you so much. It's amazing. And Rudy Jazz, thank you, thank you. Rudy Jazz, mainstay on the Patreon Discord. I want to be more on... Yeah, Nicole, thank you again. That's so amazing. I want to be more on the Patreon Discord. Um, I, just, I want to do a bunch of stuff. I've been thinking about trying to do like a movie night. Because I always go, oh, dude, what if we do like a movie night every Saturday night? And then I was like, there's no way. I don't know why I always try to do. Why I always go, oh, I'm going to do a podcast. And it will be every single day. It would be cool to do like maybe a monthly movie night. Right? That would be cool. But, um, you know, the problem is, is that I start movies and I watch 10 minutes of it. And I'm like, oh, this is lame. And I'll shut it off. And then I'll start another movie and watch 10 minutes. Like the other day when I saw Mope, I had watched four movies before I got to Mope. And Mope is one of my favorite, favorite movies. I love that movie now. But I watched like four movies before I got there. True, honest Will Smith. Thank you for joining. Thank you for hanging out with us, and happy Thanksgiving to you as well. And you know, there, true, honest Will Smith's comment. This has been the worst year of their life. I've been hearing that from a lot of you guys, and that sucks. But I'm glad that this show, and and that's what true, honest Will Smith is saying. And like, mate, well, actually, he doesn't say that this show. I, was, I thought he said, oh, but this show made things easier. He didn't say that. He didn't say that. But hopefully, it did. Hopefully, it did. these past two years have been rough. You know, it's funny. The other day I was talking to a friend. I haven't talked to her in a long time, my friend. And um, she started talking about COVID vaccines and and COVID in general. And I, I thought, you know, what's so funny. I, early on when that first started back in 2019, I was like, oh, I'm not going to. No, it started in like 2020. Right. It started late 2019. I go, I'm not going to cover this stuff. It's kind of depressing. I did two episodes on it. Uh, one episode was like, oh, it's all going to one episode. 
one episode of Surprise YouTube hasn't taken down. But it was during the time that I was recording this episode, like in February of 2020. And I was like, ah, it's fine. It was mostly because one person commented and go, this didn't age well. And I thought, well, it does, because I was actually calling out stuff like I don't believe they're bolting people into the into the houses in China. All that video footage was coming out of China, like streets full of people flipping around on the ground. And I go, I don't think that's real. And I go, I think it's just going to blow over. Now, I was wrong on the second point. But on the first point, I do think that there was a lot of uh, fake news going around there. Um, but yeah, no, hopefully this year will be better. Cantillians, do you think more people are starting to believe more paranormal? You know, it's so funny. Cantillians, the other day, I was going to do an episode on this. I haven't yet. The other day, some real estate company, there's like coming up to Halloween, did a survey on how many people believe about the paranormal. And I was like, this can't, they're Sam, they're, where did they get the sample size of middle school? Like it was like 80% of the population in the United States believes in ghosts. And I go, that, that number is way too high. I think people, I think paranormal is one of those things that more people do believe in it than they say, but they get laughed at. If you tell people you believe in ghosts, there are people who will openly mock you for that. And nowadays you can say, oh, I believe in UFOs because that's becoming more mainstream, that UFOs and everything's like that. But, um, yeah, I, I, it's tough because I think on one hand we're trying to be a more rational society. Well, it's funny because I grew up in a super – growing up in the 80s, it was all over the place. We had the remnants of the hippies. We had the um, the chakra movement, the new age movement when yoga was still considered satanic. And you had the astrology was a huge thing. You had that one Shirley MacLaine, who was like a best-selling author and believed in reincarnation. It seems less so now than when I was a kid. It seems like paranormal belief is less mainstream now. Now it appears on channels like Gaia, which actually Demi Lovato, a singer, singer, actor, Demi Lovato, she's now doing paranormal research. She has a show on like, I don't know, A&E or something like that. And I saw a headline and it said, Demi Lovato al aligns herself with conspiracy theory website. And I was like, what? Like, that's, that's interesting, right? I totally want to see what this is. Um, I clicked on it. She was giving shout out to Gaia. And as much as I joke around about Gaia, I would not classify them as a conspiracy theory website. I mean, if you think Atlantis is a conspiracy theory, then maybe. But that just seemed to, to be a way to kind of box her in and to make her sound like a lunatic. That's interesting. El, El Pato says maybe the concert, the Travis Scott concert, was predictive of the parade. You know what's funny is I need to get my buddy Earbud over here. I need to get him over here just to hang out with him. It's been a long time since we hung out, but I would love to like play a little clip for you because I found like really weird footage from like the Travis Scott thing. There's like a monster. There's like a monster walking on the roof. Um, but I can't show it to you. <laughs> I have it. My friend in Canada sent it to me. Totally believe that it's true. But yeah, it it was one of those videos. I'll put it I'll uh, I'll talk about it on an episode and we'll put it in the show notes. It's one of those um videos that could easily be faked, right? Travis Alton Monster. But yeah, there's still there still is weird stuff coming coming out of there. But yeah, I'm curious about why there isn't more um 
Yeah, an idea guy. And so an, an idea guy says, I have a Bigfoot alien theory that's too long to put in a chat. Dude, I'm even down for your guys' theories like that. Like, they're having people in the past, like, email it to me. Because you guys know I accept story ideas. But there have been other people who have been like, hey, I just have, like, these. I've covered them, too. I can't think of one off the top. Oh, I can. The one guy who said, I think conspiracy theories are a way to send, do insider trading. That was it. He sent me this theory. He sent me a little bit of proof. Uh, you know, like he was, I've been talking to the guy for a while online and he goes, this is what I believe. And these are the things I've done. And this is da, 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 Designed dear George Soros, but no. And so I covered that. So if you do have like a really cool take on UFOs or um, Bigfoot or whatever, email it to me. I, I, I don't have a problem reading your guys' weird theories too, because I obviously come up with that. Jonathan recommends movie nights, but we only watch rom-coms. I, I could find I could find some dope rom-coms, definitely. Does the mask count as paranormal? I'm I don't I don't understand that comment, Sayla, but maybe some clarification. Uh, let's see here. The entire export. Thank you, thank you for that donation. You are also back on the carbonicopter. Really, really appreciate that. Yeah, um, and thank I'm glad you enjoy the show. Yeah, it's there's that weird line because here's the thing: if you went to your job and you said, "I believe in ghosts," people will go, "Ah, you know, what do you mean? Like, ah, it's kind of you believe in Casper." But the entire export is saying seeing a shift to spirituality. People don't make fun of your religion; they won't do it to your face, at least, right? If I said, hey, guys, on the weekend, I'm going to go hunt Bigfoot. And I'm going to go walk around in the way. Actually, that's that's pretty cool. People do like it because at least you're outdoors. But, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy, and I'm going to go hunt ghosts. I'm going to go break into this house and do all this stuff. Go make fun of me. But what just happened, right? I'm speaking from I'm speaking from experience. But if you were like, if you started telling, it's funny, the entire export now that you said that, is I will say that from time to time. I'll talk about stuff, and I'll be like, um, I could sense their energy was kind of getting a little heightened. So I would just kind of pull myself away from the situation. That's, uh, that's not realistic. I mean, that's, it's, it's real. I understand what I'm saying. And I do think that people give off certain energy. And so if someone asked, you know, how come you, you know, didn't, how come you didn't resolve that situation? That guy's smashing all the laptop, laptop displays open. I was giving off a negative energy instead of being like, Oh, I saw like, I saw Benjamin Franklin's ghost warning me that something bad was going to happen. You can take paranormal beliefs and and wrap them in the term spirituality, and people won't make fun of you. I, and so, I mean, <laughs> don't don't take my word for it. Someone may still beat you up, but um, probably not. Yeah, Rabbitfish says the conspiracy scene has been different ever since everything on Earth became political. You know, it again, like it is. When I was growing up, and I don't mean to keep playing the old man role, but I, I like being this age doing this show because when I was growing up, conspiracy theories were almost all political. You didn't have the little you didn't have stuff like um, uh, like you would have like a stabbing at the Rolling Stones concert. And that was just a stabbing at a Rolling Stones concert there. We didn't have all this stuff about predictive programming because they didn't make it up back then. Um, but you had tons of conspiracy theories about Ronald Reagan, about um, the Soviet Union, uh, JFK, super political conspiracy theory. 
You had all of this stuff on that. You had Roswell, which was, again, something like a conspiracy theorist who believed JFK was killed by the mafia. They weren't really interested in little green men. You've seen that blade over now because, I guess I should say, of sites like Gaia. Like YouTube, you have these communities that build up and they kind of have a shared interest. But before, like if you thought Ronald William Reagan was the Antichrist because each of his names had six letters in it, you probably didn't believe in Bigfoot, right? Like that was your main focus. And that's actually an interesting question. I wonder what the Venn diagram is of fundamentalists, fundamentalist religious people who believe the world's going to end, you know, in this apocalyptic war between heaven and hell and, you know, beating up angels and who believe in other paranormal stuff. Because like my mom, for example, she believes in the Bible, but she doesn't believe in ghosts. She doesn't believe in Bigfoot. She doesn't believe in any of that stuff. So, um, yeah, but, you know, there's stuff in the Bible. I mean, according to the Mormons, uh, Bigfoot might have been in the Bible. There's stuff in the Bible that's weirder than anything we've talked about on the show. Hey, Charlotte, thanks for joining us here. Uh, Fennelene saying that and responding to Jonathan, people who used to be rational atheists are now wholesale into conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories make sense of the nonsense the universe puts out that's super attractive. And what's super weird that I've noticed is people who are extreme will fly across the political spectrum. It does not matter what the beliefs are. I've seen that happen. I've seen that happen personally. People who are extreme to the right, as things change and as they're perceiving information differently, they'll become super, super like leftist. And they'll do that for and, and they'll do that for a period of time and then they'll swap back or, you know, it's weird. They, there's no in-between. They don't very rarely they go, I'm gonna be a moderate. So someone who is like atheist, someone who's like one of those people, and I don't know if these are your friends, Finley, but there are people who kind of like that's their identity, that they're atheists. Not that, you know, they're a banker who has three kids and a nice home. Oh, and they just happen to also not believe God exists. People whose identity is wrapped up in a belief are far more likely to just go way over here. A lot of Q people, a lot of QAnon people started off as hippies, started off from that new age movement. That's that same age group. It's the boomers. It's that same age group. They've gone from being like, oh, maybe it's weird. If you go to that, because I've, Talk about it on the show that Q Anonymous. Jonathan, thank you so much for the donation. I'll put this down and we'll get you in that Carbonicopter ASAP. Um, when you go to that QAnon casualties website that I talked about, that subreddit, so many of the people go, my mom used to be like her, a hippie. She used to have her own garden and she didn't eat genetically modified stuff. And she was, and now she believes that. John F. Kennedy Jr. is still alive. It's the weirdest thing. So you do see these big jumps back and forth. It's odd. Sorry, I'm just taking catching up here on these notes here. Just the guy says, um, more likely to believe in conspiracy stuff than a lot of people I know because I'm religious. I think that does open it. It does open that up. If you're secular, if you don't if you don't believe in any religion, or, I mean, if the atheist is kind of you, you will have people that flip flop. But I mean, you you would if someone didn't believe in the eternal war between good and evil, you'd have a really hard time convincing them. <laughs> you'd have a really hard time convincing them that Hillary Clinton's eating babies. You'd be like, 
that is a that's a huge stretch because then you're like, no, no, it's this demonic chemical called uh, uh, adrenochrome, and they need. And you're like, what? So it does help. Help. <laughs> it does help to have. And I'm getting you back in the helicopter as well, uh, carpenter copter as well, Rudy. Thank you again for those donations. It um it does help to have that background, but it could also not be the best the best ones. Tickus, thank you for joining us. Exilus, thank you for joining us as well. Yeah, I, we, I got to look at I think it'd be interesting to take a look at the... Um, I think it'd be interesting to take a look at that Venn diagram between religion and how weird the beliefs get. I think that would be pretty interesting there. Um, but it's not wholesale, though, either. And, and I, I'm wondering how much it is, how much of it they would actually leave in aliens as well. Because that's always been the concern. If aliens showed up tomorrow, what would it do to um, what would it do to religion? Now, Rudy Jazz just posted um, they were they went to a dark outpost on stream last night. And David Zublick looks ill. Uh, David Zublick is the host of Dark Out. I checked them out uh, probably a week or two ago as well. Yeah, I I mean. He has some telltale signs that physically he has some issues. Yeah, he does. He has the red nose. He has the really kind of reddish when all the blood vessels break in your nose type of look. Um, he, he also reports bizarre content that can't, I want, you know, like he's in some dark corners. David Zublick is in some really weird, dark corners of, of the internet. And I think mentally as well. Like I wish him the best. I wish he would stop reporting just nonsense. Um, I had to stop watching him because some of this coverage he was doing was was inappropriate, I felt. I felt like there is a line that you can draw when you're covering Pizzagate stuff, when you're covering uh, child trafficking. Um, he went too far. It, I, I, I think I discussed this on the Patreon uh, Discord. I don't think I've ever discussed it here, so I might as well throw it out now. He will use images in his like photo montages that are not images that I don't think should be used. I don't think they should be used, and I definitely don't want to see them. Because if he's doing a story about like child trafficking, he'll take like a photo of a girl in like a Halloween costume and be like, "Look at this!" Like it's just like in a it's just in a grow. You know what I mean? Like he's oh, he's sexualizing children. So I'll just come out and say it. Sometimes when he's trying to do these Pizzagate stories, his thumbnail will be a child dressed in a very provocative or sexualized way. And when I'm saying child, I'm not saying 16-year-old. No, like super young. And I, it's gross. It's gross because you have to wonder, is he doing that because this is the age victim of these Pizzagate people? Or is he doing that because he knows it's going to get more clicks? And I, it's the second one. And that's gross. I stopped going to it. I stopped going to it. He put up a thumbnail. I think it was Super Bowl. He goes, Super Bowl, there's more child trafficking during Super Bowl, which I've heard is is accurate. There's more. I don't know necessarily child trafficking, but whenever you have these big global events, you have a tons of people coming out. Thank you so much for the donation, Church Going Mule. Really appreciate that. Um, he used a photo of like a, a young girl. Uh, and she was like wearing a like football jersey, but it was like I I don't have any 
I, my gauge for that stuff is so low. Like, I don't want to see nothing. She could have she been wearing a parka and mittens, putting that photo of, of that unwilling girl. She, this is like a photo that he got offline and attached it to a story about child sex trafficking, wearing what she was wearing. It was wrong. It was wrong. It was wrong. And I see him doing, I was like, nah. And I didn't stop going to his website for the longest time. And it, it was just the other day when I went back. Um, don't do that. Like that actually is hurting the girl in the photo, right? And it's hurting your message. You uh, you lost a viewer. I mean, I was always making fun of it, but I was still clicking on his stuff. But yeah, and I've noticed that some not all the time. There are a lot of people who investigate stuff like PizzaGate that want to help children, and that's why they're doing it. But they also have that big bust. I didn't cover it on the show because again, it was disgusting. But um, they had a big bust late last year on um, Reddit. Shocker, right? Reddit is such a cesspool. On Reddit, one of the leading Pizzagate QAnon subreddits, their mod. I mean, again, this isn't surprising anyone because, again, Reddit is a cesspool. But their mod was busted for downloading child porn. And the whole subreddit was to exposing the pedophile elite. Like, that's the type of weirdos you get going on. Not Again, not all of them. There are a lot of people. There are people who put their lives in danger trying to stop this stuff. They may be doing it on their own. And hats off to them. Thank you so much, Jonathan, for the donation. Yeah, it's just creepy. It, it, that's what Jonathan was saying. It's creepy. And it's like, that. that is something that I think that everyone believes in, to not be putting kids at harm away unless you're a creepo. But... You can be creepo adjacent, and that's where I don't want to see him be. Uh, I definitely don't want to see him be. The Masonic Quads, Church Going Mule donated $33.33, and Jonathan called that out as Masonic Quads. You know, it'll be interesting. Rudy says, I feel bad for Zublik, though. He's never getting out of the rabbit hole. It's weird because you never know. He could have a total turnaround, and again, we see these people fly from one into the other. Not again, not everyone. There are people who I have a buddy who ever since he was in high school, diehard socialist, diehard socialist. And now he's my age and he's still like he's never stopped being that. Um and there are people who the same way are just like patriot all the way. You know, remember you don't always have these sh uh, shifts, but if you have someone on an extreme side, they very rarely go to the middle. It's the same thing. Like it's I think I saw this on Bill Maher's documentary Religious, um, but which I saw when it came out, and I was like, "Oh, this is the best documentary ever, dude!" Because you know I'm religious, but you can make fun of it. We can have this discussion. I watched it again a couple of years ago, and I was like, "Ah, it doesn't hold up that well." But I think it was Bill Maher who said, "It's isn't it weird that whenever you have a Satan worshiper who leaves the church, he always becomes a fundamentalist Baptist." They never go from it. You never hear about a saint worshiper who becomes Episcopalian or a saint worshiper who becomes Mormon. It's always to from one extreme to the other. Jason, this is from Jonathan. Jonathan's donation here. Jason, have you heard of that photog Jordan Matter, who only takes images of tween? Ugh, gross. Uh, contortionists, and I have not heard of Jordan Matter. No, um, no. And, you know, the thing is, and everything he does seems really suspicious. Yeah, I would I would guess so. I would guess so. 
And this is one of those things where you start. The other day I was looking at that. um, Remember the uh, gymnast that Gary Nasser, I think was it Larry Nasser. And he uh, sexually abused all those gymnasts. I don't want to talk about this much longer, but to answer that question, you have that horrible thing. And in an Olympic-sanctioned training center where you have all these professionals from around the world, people who are coming out to uh, give their experience and their passion to these young children and make them better athletes, in a place that highly regulated, that had been open for years and years and years, and they were winning these Olympic medals and these young women were becoming stars. In a place like that, you had a pedophile who operated for a decade or more. So do I think in some guy's studio, some studio where he's taking these pictures, is something bad happened? Like legally, I can't say anything, right? I don't know the dude. But if in a highly regulated, in a highly regulated place like a church or a school, stuff happens, do I think these these photographers could have be doing this stuff for sicko reasons? Absolutely. And it'd be a lot easier to get away with it. And then you got to start thinking about those parents and all that stuff and awful um yeah there was a i was going to do a follow-up to it but the problem was it was just a video remember that episode i did a long time ago that i think it was in wisconsin there was the house that the neighbors were saying people were being trafficked out of and they called the police and the police showed up and like people were leaving the house and then the house burned down and the cops are like well sorry there's no evidence there I, that was a long time ago I did that episode. I recently came across the video on Twitter. I think I retweeted it. It's a video from that house. And the video shows, again, we don't have the context, but the video shows a mob of people surrounding the house yelling. And there are uniformed police officers escorting children out of the house into a van. And then after that, it burns down. So were they taking them into custody? Or were they taking them to the next client? Like, it's questions like that that always make you go, what's really going on, right? We all know that this type of gross stuff, and again, I do want to stop talking about it. I hate this topic, and that's why I don't talk about it a lot on the show. We do know this stuff happens uh, between families and neighbors and stuff like that. It's unfortunately common. And then when you make these allegations of these high-level groups that are doing it, um, People go, well, no, 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 sure, it'll happen in your neighborhood. It'll happen with, like, the lunch lady or the the neighbor or the dad or whatever. But there's no way that it's happening on a federal level, even though they're constantly breaking up these rings, right? It seems to be one every 20 years. You find this huge ring that's operating out of D.C. or operating out of some other major city, and they shut it down, and a couple of people go to jail, and it quickly gets brushed away. We know this is happening in the high level of government. It just is. People don't stop becoming sickos because they because they become powerful. They become more sick. They become more sick. Um, but yeah, let's take a look here. Let's see if there's any questions that aren't going to make me talk about such disgusting topics. Yeah, I I don't. Corey Dennis said they just Googled Jordan Matter and now they feel like they're on a watch list. They're like, don't don't read off my name. Um, so I do not recommend Googling that. I wasn't going to, there will be times people give me suggestions like that. And again, Jonathan, thank you for the suggestion, but I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to put that stuff in my head, let alone have it on my computer. So yeah, Jordan matter. Um, yeah. And you know, the thing is, he could probably, I never, you know what? I'm not, I'm done. 
I'm done talking about this stuff. It really, really grosses me out. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys understand. And that, like, I'll leave stuff out at certain times on the show. I try not to go into too deep of detail when we talk about some things. But yeah, pretty gross. Let's see here. Churchgoing Mule has an interesting comment. He goes, you know, you, people can barely tell the difference between a dog and a coyote footprint. Could a normal person tell the difference between a bear and a Bigfoot friend? And I'd say no. Like, I could probably... Well, I think because Bigfoot, it supposedly looks like a human foot. But um, it's so easily faked. Bigfoot prints are easily faked. You could go out and make one today. It's so funny because growing up, I thought Bigfoot was super lame. I really did think Bigfoot was super lame. It's not until I moved up to Pacific Northwest. Sorry, where he's everywhere. Literally, you go to Taco Bell and he's ordering, he's cooking food for you. But the, all the, the other stuff Bigfoot can do, teleport, dimensional travel, things like that, that's what I'm into. Mamu Mocho asks if I can get my autograph. Um, there is a way to get my autograph. It, if you join the Patreon, you get a letter from me. I'm sure I'll do autographs at some point. It would seem self-indulgent to just mail out an autograph. But yeah, if you join the Patreon, you get one of these fancy-dancy... Carpenter Copter Pilot stickers. And here it says monkeys. You don't get the hard drive. You don't get my backup. These are all my episodes. I got a couple of hard drives that are just episodes of Dead or Ab Radio. But yeah. Well, uh, hey, Amalia, we'll get autographs at some point. We'll do, we'll figure it out some at some point. Let's see here. But, and Mamu Amoka, thank you. Yeah, th happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Kill Yeadon, <clears throat> fan since episode 200 and still loving it. Really, really appreciate that. It's funny because at a certain point, I do think, um, like, those those episodes, like, I'll look up an episode, and I'm like, what I recorded that, it was like episode 169. It's weird to think there's so many episodes. Allison's happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Rudy, yes, you can send me chocolate. I am, I'm on a different type of keto now. I just don't eat a lot of carbs at all. It's not working. It's not working. I need to go back on taquito. Allison, thank you so much too for the donation as well. Asking to be my girlfriend. You've listened to every episode. Um, that it would take more than listening to every episode to be my girlfriend, unfortunately. I, but but you do seem like a great person. You did give me five dollars, so you seem like a great person. Um, no, but thank you. I'm glad that you are a fan. But uh. Yeah, the um, what were we talking about? We were talking about. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't expect to get a relationship proposal. Oh yeah, keto. Now I gotta figure out something because since I came back from vacation, I swear, like if I come in contact with a piece of dough, it automatically, I automatically put on a couple of pounds. Sephora Ari uh, asked, has I done an episode about hypnosis? Um, I did. I did. It's actually one of those episodes that was pretty eye opening for me. But then it also. Sephora goes on to say that they found some weird PSA commercials. Yeah, send them over to me that are warning about human trafficking. Hip hypnosis, that's interesting. The episode of hypnosis, like I always thought it was just a goofy parlor trick. And the episode was, no, it's not. And I, the one thing I took away from that episode was, it's so fascinating. You cannot use it. This is actually what they treat people because I just thought it was a joke. thought hypnosis was made up. I thought even the people who knew hypnosis, they knew it was made up. Apparently, you cannot train, you cannot treat something via hypnosis. What you couldn't 
treat them in real life. So if I don't know how to get someone to stop smoking, I cannot hypnotize them and get them to stop smoking. If I do know how to get someone to stop smoking, I can use hypnotism as a tool. But yeah, that was a creepy episode. I don't remember which episode that was, but like people were dying. People were going crazy <laughs> while I was making the episode. But the stories in the episode, they were pretty, pretty dark. They were pretty, pretty dark. Let's see here. Yeah, Corey Dennis saying if thought Bigfoot was pretty lame. Yeah, that was that was kind of my kind of my takeaway from that, right? Let's see here. Um, uh, Salus says um, the Airbus crash. I'm not familiar with that. That's a a plane crash in New Zealand. It's funny how much of my uh, day is just copying pasting stuff into Google and being like, oh, that sounds weird. Mount Erebus disaster. Oh, a plane crashed into a mountain. Did they eat each other? I'm curious. Curious. Yeah, uh, the disasters. I like covering disasters, actually. I don't do many of them. Nuclear glue said they are walking through the forest thinking about the podcast. Appreciate that. How nothing ha creepy happens in their area, and then they found a QR code taped to a tree. Did you? I think QR codes are a conspiracy theory in and of themselves, but did you scan it? That would be pretty interesting. That would be pretty interesting. Cantillions, uh, ha happy Thanksgiving, Gerardo. Happy Thanksgiving. Cantillion's question, do you think the Nephilim, the strange creatures that are normally seen during a drug tip trip and paranormal beings may be connected somehow? That's a super interesting question, honestly. Um, and I think that kind of goes to a thing like, how much do you think this stuff is in a crowd? I think there is like this idea of this uh, Venn diagram, right, where you have um, you guys know what a Venn diagram is. I don't know why I do that, but let's say we have um, religious entities like demons and jinn, angels, all this stuff up here. And down here, you'd have ghosts. And over here, you might have something that's more corporeal, like a goblin or a ghoul or things like that. And I think that the I drew these bubbles pretty connected, but I don't think they are. I think that demons are really never confused with imps or ghouls or goblins or anything like that. A vampire may have some demonic aspect to it. They may, or a witch may be, you know, worshiping Satan. But I would say, for here's my person. I know, like, because when I do episodes, sometimes I'll have kind of in, like endings that kind of like let's put on a conspiracy cap. So sometimes it can become blurry what I actually think. But I think for the most part, all of these entities are have their own individual agendas. I don't even think a demon and a jinn are necessarily related. I think that would be too a fallen angel versus the smokeless fire. Um, I think they're two different entities. And I would say like the clockwork elves from a DMT trip are completely different than the gremlins who were taking stuff apart during World War II. Um, so I would say that I, I they might be connected in the sense that they're not of our world, but I don't think the Nephilim, the clockwork elves, or the standard ghosts, I don't think they have much in common, other than the fact that they all interact with... That's just my theory, though. Because if you thought that they were all just one thing, like if the aliens who land and the... Um, aliens who land and the Nephilim and all these other things were connected, all their agendas always seem to be different. Um, 
Just the guy. Thank you so much for the donation. Once again, another request to be my girlfriend. Um, I will not be able to be your girlfriend. Wait, you wanted to be my girlfriend. The point. Oh, no, guy friend. I read that. I read that wrong. Um, we can have a platonic guy friendship, whether or not you donate money for that one. But no, I appreciate that. And then you will get a, a ride in the carbon copter. And then Helena. Helena. I'm so bad with names. I was right. Uh, Luis emailed me later after that first episode came out and goes, hey, dude, that's not how you pronounce my name. <laughs> you got to write the second time. And I was like, that's what I thought. Helena, Helena, damn it. We're going to hit you in the Carpenter Copter as well. And that appears to be some sort of dancing lemon. So that's pretty adorable. Blowing me kisses. I don't know. I mean, I didn't get any getting kisses blown at me during those other proposals. That might be that might be the difference. T Matt asks, "What do I think of mediums and psychics?" I think most <laughs> Fennelin's thing was my first reaction to the plane crashes was, "Did they eat each other?" T Matt, um, I think most of them are fraudulent. I do believe that there are mediums and psychics, and I do believe because I'll talk about like feeling people's energy, and I've mentioned in shows, I can walk into a house and tell you how good your marriage is. So I do believe in that on a certain level. But I think most of the people who are charging money for it, most of them are frauds, not all of them. Not all of them. It's one of those things. Like if you might actually have a gift at being a contractor and you may have like a gift of leadership and getting all these people organized to build this house, but you can also just be really bad at it and just kind of be lazy and have some connections. And you're also a contractor. You also have the licensing and all this stuff, but you're not any good at it. But I guess that's different because at the end of the day, there's still two houses built. But I think mediums and psychics, they really can be ripoffs. They really definitely can be ripoffs. Hunter, thank you. I'm glad that you have been enjoying the show. I'm glad that it's been keeping you going. It's funny because Rudy, Jazz, also they're also from Switzerland. They um they are also complaining that it was not super spooky up there. And you get that a lot. I see, you know, we've had a couple of comments here saying that it's not spooky enough um it's finding it it really is finding it finding those weird paths to go down and all of that stuff but they're there somewhere i do need to send out more patreon stickers as well jonathan was mentioning that yeah uh, cantillions i thought qr codes are a conspiracy because it's here's here this is the problem and this is actually a good idea of conspiracy theories is that i don't know i don't I don't know what I don't know. When I look at a QR code, I don't even think I have. I think I've banned them from my house. If I see one, I run them out with a pitchfork. I literally don't have any QR codes in here. I look at that and I go, how can that code be so randomized that they'll never run out of variations of it? That's impossible. Like you can scan a QR code and it'll go doo -doo -doo, and it'll be like crush orange sodas. The best. And I'm like, what? How do they how do they have that figured out? How do they have that figured out? So. Um, I just have an issue with QR codes in general. Um, I think they're a lie. I think they're a lie. But, to, but again, I also have a hard time believing that uh, records work the way they do. I don't understand how you can take a piece of wax and melt bumps in it and then put a needle on it and it sings i don't i don't understand how that works and even if it does work apparently according to science how is it that 
I'm making records at a factory. And I'm making Bruno Mars albums. And then one day I get an album from this new singer named Tabitha or whatever. What are you telling me that in the, all the times we've made albums, we haven't had the same dots in the same place? How come it sounds different when Tabitha's... You're like, Chase, here's the thing. I don't know how records are made. And I could easily look up and see how they're made. But so the little bumps. So how is Tabitha's album in the year 3000? This is the future now. How is that? Isn't there a chance that eventually you run out of space? You run out of different bumps. You run out. There's only so many bumps you can put on a record. Now, you could say, Jason, you that you obviously know nothing about how records are made. It's not like that. It's like this. How does it go? Does the sound go into you? Know, Jason, you're making it sound like it's the Hellraiser box. It's just a piece of wax that has little bumps on it. But I, does the sound go in it? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Aka Rockefeller Pompidou has said they're my biggest fan, and they asked if they could be my accountant. Probably not. I have no money to account for, actually. I've, I've made some money today, but the IRS probably would hope that I would get an accountant at some point. Let's see. Um, Jonathan, uh, Jason, what do you uh, think about the idea that broadcast television manipulates the color aspects to control your mind? Um, I don't know about that. I have heard there's actually a, a conspiracy theory I heard back when I was in college and doing journalism courses. They say televisions are designed when you first buy a television set. I think it's different now with the energy saver thing on it. But when you buy a television set and the car, the the um, colors are scaled way high up to make everything look like a cartoon. Because people don't want to watch reality. When they watch the news, when they watch sports, they want it to watch really colorful things because it looks unreal. It's just like a subtle thing. And then also another thing we learned in that journalism school was that news program, like the nightly news, is designed to be a family. That's why you normally have a man and a woman as the host. And then you'll have um, like a sister and two brothers. It'll be like the sports guy the weather girl, and then the other dude who's just doing like local interest stuff. They go, and this, so this was back, I was taking, I was in college in the 90s. They said they have tried having two male anchors at night, and they've tried having two women anchors at night. They've even tried having three anchors at night, like a man and two women. They go, it never does as well as when you have a man and a woman, and then you have a mixture of the people on the site. They go, the race did not matter. Race didn't matter at all, but they, they said it's a family thing. It simulates a family. So much of television is simulating friends and family. I come home, one of the first things I do is turn on YouTube just so there is noise in the house as I'm kind of putting around, taking off my jacket and all of that stuff. So, yeah, it, television does a lot. Television does a lot. There was that one episode I did where the guy said, tell, television meant tell a vision. And it was talking about how it was supposed. And I go, well, it used to be called radio, bro. Like you do this for radio, do this for like, you can always pick one word and, and fiddle around with it. But before television, there was radio and people, rad, I, O. What does it even make sense? Let's see here. Rudy Jess says, I'm surprised people haven't come up with more conspiracy theories about gender dysphoria. Aside from their turning the children trans, that is another one 
that you know if that's an interesting one whether or not the conspiracy theories pop up on that um because that you're right you don't have big ones outside of stuff like that like you know like the, uh, the reading library or maybe maybe even alex jones about the chemical in the water you don't get a lot about that i think conspiracy theorists there is that's another venn diagram it's what's it's what sells and what scares if we're talking about conspiracy theorists that because there are a lot of conspiracy theorists people honestly believe the nonsense they're saying i don't think hans is running a grift i think hans actually believes monkeys don't exist i really really do so um but there are other people who are just looking for the next big thing like the travis scott thing i remember there was i got a couple comments i, I don't know if it was on my tiktok or on my youtube saying that I was exploiting the Travis Scott tra tragedy. And I was like, I didn't respond to any of that. But I thought, oh, not really. I mean, one, it wasn't it, it didn't it wasn't this huge video for me. I do videos like that all the time. But I wanted to get in on the ground floor just because I figured it was going to get wacky. It got wackier than I thought. People started talking about this stuff in the mainstream news. It was going on for a while. Let's see here. And then I wanted to give a shout out. I know I'm falling behind here, but Sali. Grasanin, thank you so much for that donation. Yes, and uh, they were mentioning the CERN ceremony. Yeah, that was weird. See, th that was one of the, there's a lot of stuff that I come across in the research. If you don't know what that is, that's a pretty famous thing when they were building the CERN laboratory. There's a couple things that came out of this. They were building the CERN laboratory, and there was a, um, There was the satanic sacrifice that supposedly took place outside of CERN. People don't know if that's true or if that was just um, like a, it probably was a gimmick. Actually, uh, Salia was specifically talking about they built this rail system and a couple of people had died during the rail system, as people do during these mass transit projects. There's a video of like there's just this weird ceremony as they're opening. Man, do rich people are weird, right? Like when you get that wealthy. You're like, oh, I just want to watch high art. I just want to watch like some kid walking around holding a stick for 20 minutes. And that's art. Like, and so whenever we see like a bunch of like rich people sit around and watch really boring, like trapeze stuff, because that's what it was. It was like people in trapeze, uh, tramp, trampoline. It wasn't trampolines, but it was just like this weird high art, highfalutin stuff. So when a normal person watches that, we go, that's dumb. And we start to notice like weird symbols in it. Now, there, now it is art, and art is based on symbols, and it does look weird. And I, I, But here's the thing. I may not ever appreciate Marina Abramovich's art. We did that episode on her, and I do think it was cool. She drove that car around in a museum that was spraying oil everywhere. But all of her other stuff is just super highfalutin art and things like that. And so that's what the CERN thing was. My thing with the, the CERN and the railway system is this is what we always do. In the moment. In the moment, we were watching that video footage of all of these rich and powerful people underneath the, the ground in Switzerland. And they're putting on this big performance art thing with these trampolines. Not trampolines, tra tra trapeze artists. And people are walking around. And there was like seven people that walking around in suits. And that was to symbolize the seven souls who died building the mine and all this stuff. And then um, the conspiracy theories at the time was like, oh, this is worshiping the CERN, that this is going to have some effect. Eventually, demons are going to take over the world. The whole world's going to end. And nothing's happened. So whenever we look at these events, these symbolic events, the question always is, 
in the, in the and we've all seen this in the short term people are like this is it this is the end of the world and then it's now eight years later so if it was some sort of symbolic magic ceremony i don't really know what came out of it it is weird and i think rich people art is weird and it's it's be, i don't know why i don't know why the stuff if you go pay $60 to go see a Broadway comedy, I can guarantee you it is as dumb as Two Broke Girls or The Big Bang Theory or any other piece of garbage out there. I've seen so much comedy, theater comedy, and it's all bad. It's I've seen one play that was funny. Most of them are unwatchable, and I don't understand why people... Uh, I don't understand why rich people have such bad taste in art. But yeah, so I, I that was a long thing, but yeah, I think that's what it is. I think they just like weird art. And um, not all the time, you know, there are a lot of weird, rich, powerful people. But that was my thing. So when I saw that footage of that thing, I thought, oh, like this might be legit, but nothing's really ever come of it or anything like that. Um, let's see here. Happy uh, Happy Thanksgiving, Andrew. Happy Thanksgiving, Andrew. Thank you, thank you. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, Joe Logan asks, "Does that make you my, our dad?" No, no, I'm not your. When we're talking about uh, the nightly news, no, I am more of the um, the crazy neighbor. I'll take that. I'll take the crazy neighbor who, or your crazy coworker, just walking by, hanging out with you. Yeah, uh, uh, Killy Eden older brother telling me stories. I think that fits as well. Because I've talked about that before. My older brother used to tell me urban legends all the time. It scared me to death. Scared me to death. Um, Jonathan, another question. And I think this question kind of goes to what uh, Exelius was saying as well, talking about humanity being molded. And really, what do I think of grand overarching conspiracy theories where the elements of elite spookiness and ice strangers are tied together by some overarching theme? I've talked about this a lot on the show. I believe, and this is where people go, oh, dude, you're shill. You don't believe in like the biggest <clears throat> conspiracy theory. I don't believe that there is a Illuminati. I believe that there are several groups, possibly hundreds of these groups, and I'm sure more than one of them use the name Illuminati and they are each trying to create their version of the world. And that's why we see stuff that doesn't really make sense. A lot of people go, it's just one group. And the reason why World War II happened was they were on both sides. They're on both sides. So they wanted D-Day to happen, but then they wanted the Battle of the Bulge to go this way. But then it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any, it's, it makes more sense to do what Han says and be like, oh, it never happened. It was all crisis actors. And then to think that one group, because if that was the case, then World War II would have never ended. We would have been in a constant state of warfare for the past 70 years. If that was their goal, if their goal was the subjugation and enslavement of humanity, why do they give us so much peace? Why do they give us so much time where we're not that? They could have went straight from, uh, this is what I remember back when 9-11 happened, I said, I remember this was one of the things that my arguments against it being an inside job. I go, dude, if this was an inside job, if this wasn't something that an outside group had to plan for months, this would be, planes would be falling out of the sky every two weeks. And we would become so exhausted. We would become so exhausted by the ever-present threat of terrorism. We would have said, Bush, 
do whatever. If you got to rip up the Constitution, I just can't have another plane fall out of the sky. We had there were more terrorist attacks in Britain, just pound for pound. No pun intended. <laughs> As I'm laughing, it's the Irish are just laying waste. The pubs just caught my whole childhood. That was the news. Another pub got blowing up. And it was a constant, that's how terrorist groups work. It was a constant state of war. So the British were like, whatever, whatever. But then also it would galvanize people and they'd go fight more in Northern Ireland. But if it was one group, they would have won already. They 100% would have won already. But the fact that we have the Koch brothers on one side and George Soros on the other side, we have high-level Republican conservative donors and high-level Democratic left-wing donors. You could say, oh, no, they all work together, and they're just wasting their money. And here's the thing. I would have bought that argument 20 years ago. You could have said, no, no, Jason, it was all if we're, we're in the final days, and they're all teamed up, and they're just making it look like they're divided and stuff like that. Why, haven't they, why hasn't it happened yet? That's always my question. Why haven't they made their move yet? The technology is there. If you want to enslave people, that's why. Oh, let's take so. So I believe, and people get upset when I say this, that there's multiple groups, and I don't know why they get upset when I say that. I don't know if it's because I'm disagreeing with the initial theory, or I, I think when I say there's multiple groups, that means that the people that you like and I like may also not have our best interests at heart, right? I think that you just have all these other groups, and and it's so weird to me that people go, uh, the music music industry is controlled by the Illuminati, but I'm going to sit and listen to Shania Twain. You can't have it both ways, but you can in my world where you don't have one single group controlling Hollywood. You have maybe three or four. They're all vying for control. They want their vision. So that that's my thing. I do think there are high level conspiracy theories, but I think there are people to stop them and not stop them in a GI Joe Cobra sort of way. They want to stop group A, so this group, so group B can take over the world. Rudy Jazz asked, can I rank the top three lamest serial killers? That, that is an awesome question. Uh, first off, John Wayne Gacy. Only killed boys. Um, handcuffed them because he couldn't take them in a fight. He had to trick them. Um, he was he's disgusting, and he's total lame right? And then I read a book about this kid who wrote John Wayne Gacy letters in jail. And John Wayne Gacy, up until the electric chair, was still trying to groom young men. So, yeah, he's disgusting. Ted Bundy, just because he's so popular, just because I'm a hipster when it comes to serial killers, he's so popular. And, again, his gimmick was just attracting, was just attacking uh, sleeping women or women who were helping him. Like, just, again, scum of the earth. How come people aren't jumping in? Like, I covered that story about that ninja who attacked that military base. That's dope. I'm not saying that servicemen and women should be attacked by ninjas, but that guy had guts. So John Wayne Gacy's the the worst. Uh, number two is Ted Bundy. Ooh, who would number three be? I would have to say I, I, Dean Coral. Dean Coral, and he's probably the he's the lamest he's the lamest serial killer, and he's also probably the most obscure. He happened around the same time that John Wayne Gacy was popping off and his target were kids. And that's an, like, honestly, even thinking about Dean makes me mad. It really, really, his crime, like I've read books about him 
I think I've only read one book, but then I read a couple articles about him as well because I, I hadn't heard of the guy. He's so disgusting, so perverted. He was actually killed by one of his fellow serial killers. One of the accomplices he was with I shot him because he tried killing a girl, but this guy had already killed and, and raped a bunch of boys. It was disgusting. Anyways, so lamest, to me, a lame serial killer is someone who's all of them because they don't fight, right? They're always tricking them. They're getting them in handcuffs. They're doing lame stuff to them. <laughs> thanks, thanks for riling me up, Rudy. I could probably name another three, but let's see. Cantillians asks, I know you don't want to discuss them rightfully so, but which political conspiracy theory would you ever discuss because it's so interesting? Um, that's an interesting one because when we do cover political conspiracy theories, they tend to be the funnier ones, like is Donald Trump a time traveler? And then, you know, all the stuff with real raw news and Hillary Clinton being taken to Guantanamo Bay and all that stuff. You know, it's in, I have a I have a theory. I think I already know the answer to it. Is that if I'm a movie studio, if I'm a movie studio and I make a, a big Western, I make a Western film and it is a huge hit. And then I decide to make another film, and it's a Western, and it's a huge hit. Other movie studios will start making Westerns. That's generally how it works out. Horror movies are pretty timeless, but you'll have a studio make The Conjuring, and then all of a sudden all these other movie studios, because you have a movie that costs $10 million, makes $200 million. We saw that with independent films like Pulp Fiction. All of a sudden people are like, oh, let's find if we can... 10 things to do in Denver when we're dead or revolver, you know, we'll get all these other independent films Thursday. All the Thursday is a great film, but we'll get all these other independent films. How it, what, this is what I can't figure out. I have a news division. It's called CNN, the number one name in news, but our ratings are not the number one ratings. The number one news channel is Fox. And what I can't find out, and we're talking cable, network is still bigger, but what I can't figure out, if, if I ran CNN, why aren't I trying to have the best channel possible? In, in ratings sense. If I was head of CNN I don't, or MSNBC, I don't understand why they're not going, wait a second, the number one network is, has this type of programming on it, let's copy them. I don't get that. I don't get it if it's because the people who run those networks uh, ideologically go, I don't care how much money I make, that, I don't want to have that viewpoint. Or is it is that controlled opposition? Is that controlled opposition? I have a lot of friends who believe that mainstream media is all of it. CNN, MSNBC is too conservative. They're not telling the truth. And I have a lot of friends who are conservative who, who say they don't even watch CNN, MSNBC, they're liberal leftist viewpoint but if you're if you are a leftist then it's corporate media it doesn't even tell you the truth so i don't know if cnn and fox news and msnbc are controlled opposition then that's funny because that's going back to that whole idea of one person running everything but i think you could easily have what i don't understand is if i was ahead of cnn i'd go we are getting killed in the ratings by fox let's start doing what fox does if conservative news is more popular, let's do that. And they don't. They're actually <clears throat> losing money, 
not chasing the trend. So I, I find that weird. I don't know if there's anything to it. I don't know if it's a political conspiracy theory or a conspiracy theory at all. My I, my suggestion is the people who run those networks don't care. It's a probably doesn't make a lot of money anyways. They probably have all like CNN, I think, is run by Warner Media or Viacom or something like that. So they really don't care. And that is they don't want. But yeah. So, again, if I had a movie studio that started pumping out movies that were huge hits, like superhero movies. Right. One studio made superhero movies. And then people are trying to make Bloodshot starring Vin Diesel. What? No one's going to watch that. And no one did. And then Cantillians has a second question here. Which of the classic mainstream theories do I believe? Roswell, JFK. <clears throat> I have questions about, I believe that we landed on the moon. I find it really weird that every moon landing took place during one presidency and we've never gone back. I think I don't necessarily ask me what conspiracy theories I believe. I have questions about things like the moon landing. When I found that out, when I found that detail out about the moon landing, I go, wait, what? Every moon landing happened during the Nixon presidency. One of the most aided presidents, by the way, until recently. He was the only one who put people on the moon. There has to be something to that. There has to be something to that. No one stepped on the moon until he became president. And since he's left, we've never been back. There's a reason for that. And I don't know what it is. I totally don't know what it is. So I... I think that's super interesting. JFK, I think, was probably killed by... I mean, that's one <clears throat> that I was never super into. Roswell, I th Roswell, the more I look into it, the fishier it gets as far as... We don't even know the exact date of the crash. There's like a two-week time period when it could... You know, you always see in the movies or you hear about it, it was this dramatic thing. No, like some guy saw a fireball, and then two weeks later they go out and they find this debris somewhere, and it wasn't reported in the news for a while. The first story to really break it, the first uh, after the initial reporting, it wasn't talked about again for another 10 or 15 years. We talked about it on the show, like there's some fishy stuff. That was a long enough time for the mythology to kind of build. So not really, but I do have questions about Roswell. Something probably crashed. I don't know what it was. Let's see here. Looking at some other stuff. Da, 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 da. Can, oh, and then Cantillian saying lived in Monaco. Yeah, rich people. I mean, there are they are people too. I think they just kind of get bored. Or I think a lot of it is um, we're talking about the crazy art again. I think a lot of it is just them. Um, Khaki Cube, thank you for the donation. I just saw that pop up. I really, really appreciate that, my friend. Thank you, thank you. I was oh, man, I'm so glad I saw that. And you know what, guys? I gotta give you guys props because we don't have mods or nothing for this you guys are such a great group of a great group of friends man yeah this is awesome like dude did i get lost here i think i was sorry i was trying to oh no okay that was further down um The, the All Olympics is, uh, says, um, following along with the Alex Jones water stuff, wonder if you've ever looked into the testosterone levels of modern men. I have not. I have not. I would imagine there's a difference just because, because you know, they, a big part of it. Here's always a thing, like, is it a conspiracy or is it just human negligence? I know, like, estrogen in the water supply is a lot higher because of birth control pills. And women are urinating out um, estrogen. 
Uh, I mean, there's no way to the science. I may not have all a good grip on the science, but that is the idea of what's going on. And so, um, yeah, it would totally make sense if testosterone levels were down. Now, how does it affect? Like, is it? Here's the question: Are testosterone is uh, estrogen levels in the water higher? Probably. Is it causing long-term health effects? I think is the question. Is it causing psychological health effects? Is it causing physical health effects? If it is, that's something like, you know, because it can be minutely higher or it could have, you know, it could definitely be affecting you as well. And that's totally different. Uh, Rudy Jazz, I used to find serial killers so cool. I think everyone goes through that. I think, I think because they just, there is something about them that they're different. And I think people go into a mass kill and not everyone, right? But I think when you're into like, creepy stuff i don't necessarily know i remember like when you hear i think when i was a kid when you'd hear about serial killers you hear about them on the news it was the 80s it was the golden age of the serial killers we were fully aware of like the manson family and stuff like that i think because I, here's my thing actually i think it's because other people are afraid of them and that makes them feel powerful but i think as you get older like rudy jazz was saying the atheist phase uh when they were 12 you you go, ah, oh, they're just they're just a bunch of losers who couldn't have anything going on. Jacob, thank you for joining us. Thank you, thank you for joining us. And Jonathan, yeah, has mentioned in the book Program to Kill. A lot of people have mentioned that book. It's a book, if I remember correctly, that kind of ties together serial killers with a global plot. It's not fiction. I mean, I'm not I don't know how true it is, but it's a nonfiction book. It's putting that theory together. Uh Kill Kill Eden. Um, have I heard about the 4chan green text about the guy astral projecting underground and find three tribes of underground slave races? That sounds vaguely familiar. That sounds vaguely familiar that that is going on. Yeah, and Jonathan says that uh, that book is an offshoot of the MK Ultra thing. Yeah, the um, the slave. I think I've seen that. I think I've seen that green, that green, uh, green. Copy pasta, yeah, about the people. And I remember reading it, and um, it's funny because if that was the one, it might not have been that one, it might have been another one about a guy who was saying that there were these uh, underground communities and then it just kind of ended. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> like, can't there be like a battle? Like at a certain point, sometimes I'll come across really interesting UFO stories and nothing happens and I don't report on it. Like, because we're now we're at like 782 episodes in. If I read something about, I mean, listen, it really sucks if you're the slave under the planet. But if I have to find like a good narrative hook for it, sometimes that can be difficult. We could be thinking about something different, but um, uh, could be different. Uh, could be thinking about the same thing as well. But thanks for bringing that up. Um, Fabio, uh, Fabio Nervon, a uh, longtime supporter of the show. How many maybe stories am I sitting on? And happy Thanksgiving as well. I have a bunch of stories. I have all my folders. And I have the maybe section. And the maybe section is stuff that I've done all my research on. I have 160 stories in my maybe folder. I have all the research done, but for whatever reason, I haven't done it. Sometimes I just move them over here because I don't have any room. One of them was a dream. Some of them are just weird. Like, I think they're interesting at the time. This guy robbed a bank and then he jumped over the counter and killed five people during the bank robbery. This happened back in 2002. And when he was during the trial, they go, hey, why did you know you're robbing the bank? Why did you jump over and kill five people? And he goes, the Smurf. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? He goes, there was a Smurf on the other side of the counter. 
talking shit. And I was like, yo, shut up, Smurf. And in the trial, they go, are you, wait, 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 what are you talking about? And he's like, a Smurf, you know, those little blue guys from the cartoons. Yeah, he was on the other side. So I, I jumped over and I shot everybody. <clears throat> I mean, it's a weird story, right? But that's all. That's all that it was. Um, so that stuff like that ends up in the maybe category. Maybe someday I'll cover it. But again, it was just like he was hallucinating. He was on drugs. He thought a Smurf was talking trash, so he jumped a counter and he killed a bunch of people. Let me get the... Uh, thanks again for the other donation there, Jonathan. Really appreciate it. And I see these other ones coming through as well. Let me go down here. 120, 120. Thank you so much for the donation. That is amazingly generous. You guys are all getting to be in episodes, Carpenter Copter. I thought about, um, I, th I was thinking the other day, I go, if I got sponsors for the show, <laughs> they don't get to fly around the Carpenter Copter, right? It's so funny, because when people donate to the show, that's what we do. We're like, hey, man, you know, fly around the Carpenter Copter or something like that. But then I thought, what if Burger King really, really did want to advertise? They're like, dude, why Why is this guy flying the Carpenter Copter? We're the one. Hey, that's just the way the show goes. The the listeners get to fly around the carpenter copter. Big Spite, good morning. Good morning, Big Spite. Let's see here. And Lurk Score, thank, happy Thanksgiving. Let me, I, I'm kind of missing some stuff here, but let's see. Uh, Sally says, have I ever checked out the YouTuber Low, uh, Low Field and Love making the case that serial killers are part of something much larger? And that's what Jonathan was saying earlier as well. There's actually a podcast out now. I haven't had a chance to read, to listen to it, but I read an article based on it. It's called The Clown and the Candyman. And what it does is it connects John Wayne Gacy to Dean Coral. Uh, John Wayne Gacy in Chicago, Dean Coral in Texas, and it says that there was a network of child molesting, by the way, I always get to this disgusting topic, child molesting serial killers operating, and these two dudes knew each other. Very, I mean, interesting premise, right? You can't prove it, but um, yeah, I'm sure that there is like, at, le at the very least, a networking aspect to all of that stuff. And at the very most, it goes much higher than that. Like, you know, son, we talk about lame serial killers. I think um, I'm not a huge fan of the Zodiac killer, but son of Sam, not a fan of his work either. But he always said it wasn't just me. It was a cult. It was this religious cult. Now, we've taken his word for it, but still very, very interesting um, conspiracy theory. And he's the one who's saying that. OK, yeah, I see where we're at now. I'm kind of moving down here because I was like, oh, this is, I'm looking here and I go, oh, this is what must have been when I was talking about the news because I'm seeing all of this political stuff, all this political stuff putting up there. Rudy Jazz commented, the moon's haunted. Um, Missy says putting people on the moon was a massive waste of money. See, it's interesting. I, I don't, I, and she's, uh, and uh, uh, Missy's saying that we put people up there because it's cool. The moon has... This used to be a, I, I used to have this um, trick that I would use on dates with girls if I was meeting them for the first or second time. I would always make this statement because I could tell whether or not we'd be a good fit. I'd say, I did this a couple times. I did this quite a few times, actually. 
And I would say, do you know on the moon there's a um it's been a while since I used it, so you'll have to give me a second, but I we'd be out to dinner or something like that. And I say, you know, on the moon there is an element called um hydrogen three. And it's it's a basically what we would consider almost magic here on Earth. It's rare here, but on the moon, there's tons of it. Uh, there's literal tons of it. And with hydrogen three, if you had one space shuttle full of hydrogen three, you brought it back down to Earth, you could power the entire United States for one year, the entire country one year with one shuttle full of hydrogen three. That's why we need to go up there to mine it. And then I would just let it sit there for a second. And depending on the girl's reaction, I could tell whether or not we were going to have any fun in each other's company. Because sometimes they'd go, whoa, that's so fascinating. But like, how would we go about mining it? Like, and then sometimes they'd go, well, that's great and all, but I don't think we should mine the moon. I don't think, you know, the moon, I remember one girl, <laughs> she kind of went off and she's like, the moon is the only untouched resource around and we shouldn't be up there strip mining it. And, but then the, both those answers were fine. But then you'd have the girls who would just go, oh, that's interesting, and then change the subject. Or you could almost see their eyes glaze over. And it was a test to be able to – basically was testing comprehension and imagination because it's a, an evocative question. Strip mining the moon for the cleanest fuel possible, right? The hydrogen-3 is nothing short of a miracle fuel. So if the girl would – respond she could be against the plan that's totally fine but if she can conceptualize it and imagine it and that was a that was a uh, gimmick that i used all the time i also also use always used to have two watches one on this hand and one on this hand this one was always the right time this one was always say five minutes early and so that way like if i was at work and i wanted to leave work early i'd be like dude it's 12.05, it's time for me to go. <laughs> I, I leave I leave at noon, apparently. All right, go and look at it. It's 12, and it's really 11.55. It allowed me to kind of sneak out. And then I had the clocks in my house set to different times as well. Generally, the clock on my in my uh, apartment was uh, 30 minutes behind. <laughs> Probably shouldn't be revealing all this information. The clocks on my watch, this one was right. This one was five minutes early. This one might have actually been, I, okay, this one was five minutes ahead, and this one was five minutes early. So if I wanted to be like, come on, guys, we got to go look at it. It's already 12.05. I could get people moving. This one, if I wanted to leave early, and then between the two, I knew what time it was. The clocks in my house, I had this big clock on my wall in my living room. It was a half hour early. So when girls would come over and they're like, hey, dude, I got to go. I got work tomorrow. I was like, what do you mean you got to go? Look it. It's only 9.30. You don't have to leave yet. And then, and then so many times. This was before the era of cell phones. So you just kind of had to take my word for it. So many times you get phone calls. They'd get home. They, they'd stay. They'd get in their car. They'd drive home. It'd be 11 p.m. And they're like, Jason, you idiot. I have to work tomorrow. What? They probably all thought they were affected by aliens or something. They're like, why am I, why am I losing so many, why am I losing so much time? So funny. So yeah, master of time, master of space. That is, that is me. I'll, I can't wait to look down and see what those comments say.
Thank you. Yeah, Jonathan, you know, it's funny. Um, the show is really popular, like on YouTube. It's like I have 10, which I'm really happy. I got 10,000 subs and I usually get maybe it's so weird. I've never bought subs. I've never bought subs. I looked at it. I looked at it, but I figured it was counterintuitive. I have 10,000 subs and each video gets about 600 views. So you go, how come? It's so weird. But then I remember I'm subbed to a bunch of stuff that I never watched. The podcast is literally, it's really big. It's one of the biggest, it's like in the top five paranormal podcasts in the world. Like the podcast side of it is doing phenomenal, but I love the YouTube side because we get to talk to each other. So I'm glad we were able to do both. Um, yes, Allison. Yeah, um, you definitely, I'll, you'll get you'll get in there. You'll get into the carbonter copter in the future and made a request. Nothing gross. That is all. That is always the thing. And sometimes I haven't run into a real problem with it yet. Spiritual, thank you so much uh, for that donation. Really, really appreciate it. Get you in the carbonter copter as well. I haven't had a problem with it yet. I've always worried that I'll have someone on the show. They'll do segments and it won't even be gross. It'll just be like normal stuff. And they'll be like, oh, like that actually is like super against my religion or something like that. No, that hasn't happened yet. But um, we try. We I, I don't try to do that. I'm not looking. Um, I'm not looking for it. Jonathan asks what my favorite burger chain is. It's not Burger King. It's I'd have to say it's Carl Jr. But the best chain would be Chipotle. Let's see here. Allison's Wake asked if I was currently single, asking for a friend. You know, it's funny. I, I, I've i talked about this on the Patreon. I don't think I've talked about it on the, sh on the show. I remember when the um, nerd culture first started. When the nerd... I just finally got that. Uh, 120 put happy thick gosling, and I just figured that was... Gibberish, it's supposed to be Happy Thanksgiving. So now that I just got that, it's just been sitting there. Um, I used to, when I first got into nerd culture, when it started off on YouTube, like this is back in the day, right? When I was like, whoa, nerds, there's more than just me. And I started watching like YouTube stuff and there's uh, websites like Topless Robot and Kotaku. And these websites were like first starting off cracked. I was like, whoa, nerds are totally awesome. We rock. And I'm watching all these videos and people are reviewing movies and video games, NES video games. I was kind of all caught up in that because I thought that that was just me. And I remember, so I'd drive me up the wall, drive me up the wall. I'd be reading an article, some guy's writing about NES video games, or I'm watching YouTube and this guy's talking about, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> video games, comic books, whatever. And they would constantly talk about their girlfriends, constantly talk about their girlfriends constantly every article where me and my girlfriend are watching this game or me and my girlfriend were sitting back or me and my girlfriend and i remember thinking i get it bro you got a girlfriend you don't have to convince because we're all nerds this was back before the corporate before you started having like companies come in and build fake nerd stuff and hiring all these nerds this guy who's writing this article is just like me and i'm like listen dude i get it you have a girlfriend like you don't have to bring it up every paragraph and I get it because nerds used to not have girlfriends. So they were super proud. Like me and my wife were playing with Legos the other night. So that happened so much. I made a vow. 
I didn't have a YouTube channel. I didn't have a podcast. I never even thought about those. But I made a vow. 18th time on a Topless Robot article when I heard about the author's girlfriend. I made a vow. I will not release. <laughs> I will not release my relationship status. I will not constantly be saying, well, me and my girlfriend the other day were chasing ghosts. Or me, I, I hate it. I hate it. We get it. We get it. You have a girlfriend. It, it, I, it, here's the thing. I don't mind them having girlfriends. It's not like I'm jealous. I don't mind them having girlfriends. I knew that they were saying it because for the first time in their lives, they had a girlfriend. They were super proud of it. I just want to read about Magic the Gathering cards. We get, we've all had girlfriends at this point. I don't know why you're... But anyways. Anyways, so so to answer that question, I, no, I won't. I just won't go into it because then I feel like I would become that which I hated so much. A nerd who's constantly talking about his girlfriend. So there we go. I hope that answered the question, Allison. Allison's weight. Probably didn't. Probably just made everything super suspicious. Uh Sally uh, asked Jason, do you give Tony Podesta the benefit of the art, benefit of the doubt with the weird art? Here's the thing. When I talk about weird arts, I'm talking about trapeze artists and really bad comedies. If you have paintings of children in your house, your guests should be calling you out on that. That was the thing. Like Tony Podesta had paintings in his house that were disgusting. They were disgusting. And I don't understand why other guests. Listen, if you walk into someone's house and they have a statue of David and that dude is sitting there with his genitals hanging out, I'm not saying you got to like put a leaf over that. But if you got like some gross painting with some kids, right? I don't understand why other people come in the house aren't being like, yo, Tony, take that down. That's gross. Why they're not calling that stuff out. So does, here's the thing. He could easily go, oh, no, it's just art. It's this famous artist and he's edgy. Whatever. You don't got to hang that in your house. If you want to buy that and invest in it or something. And here's the thing. You have the right to hang that in your house. And then I have the right to go, gross. Does it show he has a higher level of complicity and all these other things? It's not good. It's not be the equivalent of if people suspected that I was a bank robber. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not a bank robber. And my wallpaper were $100 bills. You'd be like, ah, maybe you're not a bank robber, but that's kind of making you look like a bank robber. El Pato, you've never heard that about estrogen being in the water? Yeah, that's a because it's and again, some people say that it's a it's a movement to do this on purpose. And then other people go, no, it's just what happens when uh, birth control is widely available and it, your body has to get rid of it some way. I mean, if you eat too much uh, artichokes, right, or whatever those things are, the big, long sticks, artichokes, uh, your pee smells like artichokes. It actually smells like burning rubber. I thought I had ball cancer the first time that happened to me. I was eating artichokes. What are the things? What are those things called? The long... Anyways, I was eating those. And um, I was at a potluck or something. I never would have ordered them on my own, but I was hungry. And then I think it was maybe eight hours later, I was peeing. And I thought, I thought my testicles were about to fall off. It was the worst smell. It smelled like vulcanized rubber coming out of a human body. I like stopped midstream and Googled it. I was like, what is wrong with my body? This is the worst thing ever. Church going mule, thank you for that other donation. Get you back in the carpenter copter as well. Let's see here. 
Yeah, and Allison, that's kind of what I'm figuring. I'm kind of figuring that it's probably not a ton to do. The estrogen level is probably not super big to do. Uh, you have a good one, Church Going Mule. Church Going Mule is jumping off the chat, but still hanging out here. Let's see here. MewTube, thanks for joining us. And they've said, uh, Jason, you've talked in your some of your previous episodes about your occult past. Any good stories about your experiences? I'm thinking about doing a... Um, there's a lot of little things that I've done that I might just put into one episode because it's one of those things. Like I was like, yeah, I was at a journalism conference and I opened a portal in a hotel room and then I left it open. <laughs> I just I mean, you're like, it's just weird stories. I was mucking about with stuff and I thought I knew everything. And I opened up this portal. I don't remember the hotel. I mean, this is some basic record keeping stuff, right? That I should have remembered. But back, it's so funny because back then it was like, dun, 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 ripping through reality. I mean, how much of it was real too, right? You have to wonder like astrally projection, how much of it is, you know, waking, sleeping. But I was just messing around with stuff. So we might put all of that into an episode. But a lot of, and this is kind of indicative of, you can tell when a story is true or not by um, this is, isn't always a case, but I, one of the gauges I use for whether or not a story is true or not is how it ends or does it have an ending? Cause in real life, sometimes I did that story where the dog walked and it blocked, uh, mine and my buddy Steve's car. We couldn't go anywhere for like 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever it was. This dog would not let us drive. And then he got on our car and was just looking at us. And we couldn't go anywhere. And that's the end of the story. If it had ended, and then we drove down and 20 miles away from where we were, there was a horrible car accident. Every car was piled up. And then the dog winked. The dog said, like, we saved you. Then you're like, okay, the story's fake. But sometimes stories just happen. And they don't really have an ending, you know, which I, I find pretty interesting. Nikolai, thanks for joining us. See you in the, see you in the um, chat. Really appreciate that. Let's see here. And I got some more. Um, let's see here. Oh, you know what? So um, I wanted to talk about this too. Spiritual abortion sent in their um, Earth first, Earth first. They sent in their clip. So did you guys get? Um, you, have you guys heard the episode yet? So we are going to do. And Rudy, I'm sorry, just getting all these here. Um, all of these donations. And let's see here. Shazli. Thank you so much for the donation. And Black Dragon, thank you so much for that. Thank you, thank you. Johnny Thunder. These are great. And yeah, you guys are going to be in that Carpenter Copter. Really appreciate it so much. So, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Where we were up here. Let's see here. What were we talking? Oh, so, you know, I, I've seen this pop up twice now about Gigi Allen. Um. Soupy Gatto, and someone else had mentioned it uh, earlier that Gigi Allen hung out with 
um, John Wayne Gacy? Was he in? Pr I'm assuming he was in prison at that point. I'm assuming he. Oh, oh, and but no, thank you. I just looked down. Supi Gatto was talking about that Earth First chant. Yeah, that's what we were going to talk about. Was um, but we'll talk about Gigi Allen too. The Earth First uh, spiritual abortion set sent in the Earth First Earth First, and it's really cool. I'm glad you guys are are doing that. I I asked. I said, hey. Can you do it in your native language as well? And he did. And so we might, and it sounded cool both ways. Um, that would be kind of cool to have people do it in Spanish too, in different languages and things like that. But yeah, no, I'm really excited about this. I've been getting a couple of those. So if you guys haven't sent that in yet, and you guys want to be on that mega mix of Dead Rabbit Radio, spiritual abortion was wondering about the technical side of it, of how many people are going to submit and how we're going to do it. And that, that'll be cool. That'll be really cool. We'll, we'll get that done. It'll be a lot of fun. So I hope you guys are going to do that. Gigi Allen, he's an interesting fellow. That's putting it mildly. I was aware of him vaguely because I kind of hung out with people who are into Gigi Allen. Then I watched that documentary directed by Todd Phillips, the guy who did Joker. Started off making this documentary. If you guys haven't seen Hated, it's a really good documentary. I, I It's not one of the best I've seen, uh, but I enjoyed it. And it definitely was a guy that I, I didn't know. He talks fine. His music, you can't understand what he's saying, but every so often he's like talking about his lyrics and it like makes sense. Talking about what he's going through. I didn't know. It wouldn't make sense though for that guy to, maybe I didn't, maybe I was vaguely aware that he met him in prison, but I'm not for sure. I'm not for sure there. Let's see. Uh, this, yeah, the the chant was just Supi Gatto. Earth first, Earth first. Um, and then, yeah, Jonathan says the deserving many more viewers. I'm happy for the viewers I got. I do want more, obviously, because I think this show's beneficial. I think people have fun listening to the show, and I think people feel like they're a part of something, and they are a part of something because they're not just a feeling. So, yeah, I, I want more people to listen to it, but I'm not hating on... The YouTube audience is difficult because it's not it's not video. Just until recently, we're adding in the uh, the driving footage. Like if you want, when I watch YouTube, I'm not watching anything. I'm playing Creeper World Four or Minecraft or Elements, the card game, or something else, some other cheapo game that I really really love and sink a ton of time into. So I'm doing that, but. A lot of people want to watch it. And so when you have like Wendy Goon puts out content and he's kind of going through all this stuff, he could, Wendy Goon could easily take his content and turn it into a podcast. Just upload that audio. It's a lot harder, hard, harder to take audio and put it into video before we're doing the thumbnail. And now we're doing the driving and night thing, but still viewership. I'm on a, I'm on a video platform. I'm not, the podcast is huge. Like I never really even talk about, I never even really am concerned about the podcast growth because that just grows month after month. But yeah, the YouTube, it looks weird. Uh, but yeah, don't worry. I mean, definitely, guys, still get the word out. Still get the word out about the show because there are things that I, there's different bubbles. Like in the podcast world, the show's a huge hit. In the YouTube world, it's not because there's just competition with I'm competing with video. But there are stories that I want to cover, and I there I saw someone kind of leave a question like this kind of on this level as well. But um, there are things that I want to cover that I can't because I would get taken down. 
And they're, it's funny because they're not even super, it's not like I want to finally expose the vaccine or something like that. I'm talking about like, there are stories that I know legally, like if I covered the story, the chance of me getting sued by a private individual is higher. I'm not worried about some big conspiracy theory that YouTube's going to shut down. And I can't because I can't tank that lawsuit. If I had 100,000 listeners, it would be easier for me to have. Then at that point, I'd have a lawyer and stuff like that. And I could probably cover these lawsuits. So there are things that I would like to cover that I can't because I just couldn't take the lawsuit. So that should be, I mean, there are a lot of, you have the stories that I've researched. And then you have stories that I've just come across through being alive um, that I still would like to talk about. But yeah, I just can't really do anything right now. Um, looking through here. Yeah, Historical Hiker says can't leave comments on Stitcher. There's not a lot of places for uh, people to, to leave comments on um, and things like that. So that does make it a little difficult. But we do have the YouTube thing. That's definitely... And yeah, I do. And going, here's another... Oh, here, just the guy says um, when they get into the carpenter copter, not if, but when they get into the carpenter copter, they want to make sure that it is not... I don't want to spell your name. How do I misspell just the guy? They want to make sure it is something gross. It is something gross. And Salia wants boy urine, egg city. All that stuff was so weird. Let's see here. Uh, why do countries exist has a conspiracy theory. Jason won't tell us his relationship status so he can continue to appeal to those who watch him just for his looks. No, I dude, it's so funny because I just, it, that bugged me all the time. I remember, and it happened in every single article. I'm like, we get it. You have a girlfriend. Just, just tell me about Optimus Prime. And no, so yeah, unfortunately. I was, uh, wait, did I say that already? I think I started that, but then it kind of just went nowhere. Um, George Patton says that my heart belongs to Sabine. Sabine, you know, Sabine is a good, good person. Let's see here. Sorry, I'm this. Yeah, just taking a look here. Oh, thank you, Turtle Bandit. Get you in that carpenter copter. Uh, have you ever thought about making a compilation of all your previous personal stories into one episode? That's an interesting uh, question. I should have, at the very least, I think I started it. I should have, at the very least, made a um, playlist, right? A personal episode playlist would be awesome um it's funny because there's talk about the growth of the show um there's stuff i want to do and i think this would be pretty awesome um no short circuit we're, we're probably going to be wrapping up soon but i think you're here in time you're here in time um i think that it would be awesome to do tell me what you guys think about this is i because i'm poor Right. Oh, not after today. Not after today. But um, I would like to do. Here, bear with me here. Bear with me here. Interns. Right. Everyone's favorite form of free labor. And I thought, 
wouldn't it be awesome? Like, what would I have to do so if you were in college or high school that you could get credits by working for me? Like, is that a thing? That's what an intern is, right? Where I could be like, hey, how would you like to help me out on my podcast? Hey, Creole, Creole, happy Turkey Day. Thank you. Um, how would we be how would we be able to get free labor? Because there's stuff that I want to do. We have a dead rabbit wiki that isn't really going anywhere. Um, we tried doing one on the Discord, and the person who started it uh, ended their Discord, not into their Patreon. Like they disappeared. Discord no longer has them registered. And so I started one. I don't have time to do do it. Um, the compilation episodes, someone, I, I hate forgetting people's names because you guys mean a lot to me, but someone messaged me the other day and said, you should have something on your website that you, it will play a random episode. You click a button and it'll randomly play a Dead Rabbit Radio episode. And I go, oh, that's great. I can't do that. Have you guys ever, <laughs> have you guys ever gone to DeadRabbit.com? It is straight out of HD. Dead Rabbit DeadRabbit.com takes you to my cover page, which has like a YouTube link and a podcast link and some other links, links to my flyers. Um, it, I did it in HTML. I, it's like on a Wix. It's like on a Wix. Fabio, it was Fabio who said that. You're right. Fabio, it was you that said that. Um, yeah, like we'll have my flyers too. But um, I got to put more of these up. But yeah, so it is, uh, it would be cool to have, see, the thing is like, it's hard to have people do stuff for free, but if their grades were dependent on it, then maybe they would work. But if you guys just want to help put together that Wikipedia, that would be great. Um, you know, yeah, I think that would be cool. Yeah, and so that's the thing, like with um, uh, Nick, and so that's the thing, he goes, well, I have a full-time job. Could you like it wouldn't be fair to just be like you can only you can only do free stuff if you're in college or high school. So it would just be fun to have those little things because I'm at like that level where um I'm at that level where it goes I'm kind of I don't I don't have time to do other things, but there's other stuff that needs to be done. It doesn't need to be done, but I think Wikipedia would be not or a, a wiki would be nice. Especially because a lot of times people go, when did you do that story about that guy crawling around the mud in Utah? And I can go to deadrabbit.com and then click on the podcast link and I can type in, you know, mud crawler. It'll pull up an episode. But then other, someone recently on the Discord said, where's the episode where Jason was talking about um, uh, hippie aliens and how much he hates hippie aliens? And that one was a little bit harder to find. We couldn't really... Um, Pull that one up. Pull that one up. So, yeah. But, yeah, so. Um, let's see here. Oh, okay. Um, I think, Johnny Thunder, is that you who was saying that that was your. Um, the Wikipedia. Yeah, I, I have one set up on, like, fandom.com. So we don't have to host it anywhere or anything like that. But yeah, yeah. And then Master um, of Ellipsis. Yes, thank you. I'm glad that you were able to stop by. That's pretty awesome. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just trying to. Um, 
Um, and then Supi Supi Gatto said they also used to do a podcast and um. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure something out because at the same time, like I think, I you know, podcasting is difficult, and if you guys are looking at getting into it, it would be a kind of have a cool place to start off. But I, I don't, I wouldn't recommend. Hey, have a good one, Turtle Bandit. Thanks again for your donation, and thanks for thanks for dropping off. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm this. See, so this is the point. I've been staring at myself now for two hours, and I'm actually surprised I've been able to stare at myself for so long. My brain's starting to go, rrr, rrr, rrr. Um, and everything's happening in the chat so quickly as well. Um, but yeah, yeah. And then there was something else. So I, I did have my little notes of stuff to talk about real quick. We talked about movie night. We talked about, that was it. That was actually everything. This was my notes on my poopy paper. That my mom got me this poopy paper back in 2011, and I still have some. My notes were movie night, internship, wiki. Wanted to talk about that. And then, you know what? Before we go, we got a couple minutes left. Yeah, I want to do a Dead Rabbit movie night, but we'll figure it out. How about... <laughs> this is how we're going to end this. This is how we're going to end our Thanksgiving live stream. Give me a noun. Hey, what's up, Root Snoot? Can I have a noun? Can someone give me a noun? We'll see if this works. This is my elbow. Okay, and for a plural noun, we'll use dogs. And then for another noun, we'll use jelly. Can I get another plural noun? Desecration. What? That's not a... <laughs> How... <laughs> Uh, we'll use a phone. We'll use phones. Okay, another plural noun. We'll use turkeys. And then colons. No, that's okay, spiritual. I'm, I want desecration to be on here somewhere, honestly. Um, subwoofers. Thanks again, Jonathan. Turduckins, we'll use that one. Okay, now I need an adjective. Um, we'll do swiftly. Okay, and then another plural noun. Crunchy. Um, we, already, we already got desecrated. Okay. Highways. And then an adjective. I'm going to use slimy. I like that one. Can I get... I need three more nouns. Oh, we'll use Mad Libs. Bigfoots. And then the last one is going to be farts, because you always have to have farts in a Mad Lib. Okay, here we go. This, <laughs> this is what Dead Rabbit Radio has become. It's become Mad Libs Daffy Missions. But listen, this is the... 
Night of the Living Mad Libs. I got this for my birthday last year. I got it from Sabine. Okay. A ghost is supposed to be the spirit of a dead elbow. Many... <laughs> this is all I'll put on the podcast today. None of the rest of the stuff. A ghost is supposed to be the spirit of a dead elbow. Most ghosts appear as white dogs floating in the jelly. Ghosts are known to haunt phones. Gargoyles are carved turkeys with hideous faces and colons. The most famous gargoyles, <laughs> the most famous gargoyles are on top of Notre Dame subwoofer. In medieval times, they were they were believed to ward off evil turduckens. A ghoul in Asian folklore is a swift spirit that desecrates graves. Oh, that works. And feeds off and feeds on the highways of the dead. A goblin is believed to be a slimy fiend with misshapen mad libs. Like all wicked Bigfoots, they delight in scaring the farts out of you. See, this is what the collective work, this is what we can do united as one. As one, we can create our own. Madelibs. I think Bigfoot would scare the farts out of you. Like all wicked Bigfoots did a light in and um scaring the farts out of you. Creole Cosmopolitan, let's take a look here. Thank you so much for the donation. You will get in the Carpenter Copter. I don't know. I don't know about the Christmas episode. I don't know if I can plan that far ahead, but I do want to see. I'm gonna let me scroll this down. Christmas episode, I'll write that down, but Chinese apocalypse of the Australian coal conspiracy. I have not heard of that. I'll look it up. There, I know that Australia and China, they got a lot of beef with each other. That would be interesting. Um, that'd be interesting to look up if they think they're trying to sink their um, industry. Awesome. Awesome. James, thank you for the compliment. Thanks for stopping by. And guys, I think we're going to end it there. I think we're going to end it there. Two hours of awesomeness. Awesome Thanksgiving. Amazing donations. All of you guys are going to be flying in that carpenter copter who have donated. And I hope everyone did. I hope everyone had fun with our Mad Libs. That was fun. Love you guys too, Jonathan. Love you, Sephora. Why do countries exist? All you guys, Khaki Cube, Allison, Rudy, Jazz, I know you're going to be popping over here. Thank you so much. Guys, what an amazing live stream. So much. It did fly by, Historical Hiker. Yeah, two hours really did fly by. Um, yeah, Johnny, I'll eat some turkey. I hope you guys eat some turkey too. Nick, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Had a lot of fun. Thank you. You guys make this a really cool. <laughs> we, talked a little... <laughs> we talked a lot about kids pedophile stuff i'm not a fan of that but at, but everything else has been super fun and you guys have a great night and remember earth first send me those audio clips that'll be great i love you guys have a happy thanksgiving and a great weekend